Welcome again. Welcome uh, to my podcast. Uh, welcome to my Periscope, my live stream. Uh, let me introduce myself. My name is uh, Andre Lefevre. I am an independent uh, citizen journalist, uh, extreme libertarian. I practice something uh, very illegal in the United States now. It's called the First Amendment. Uh, my website is wellnews.us. And uh, I am in California, 12 miles east of downtown Los Angeles. Uh, and what time is it? It's 5.20 in the p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And it is Monday, the President's Day, of February 18, 2019. I'm in my office, and before I go home, I want to do this, uh, I want to do this periscope, this, uh, this podcast. Well... Jesse Smollett's story just not going away, just not going away. Before uh, before it broke, I had no idea who Jesse Smollett or Smollett uh, was. Uh, never watched the show. Was it Empire? Didn't know it existed. But uh, he has raised his profile, and and uh, it is it is obvious. It is obvious that. Uh, uh, that it is fake. It is fake. Uh, and he is not unique. Uh, there's a whole series, a whole series of fake um, uh, of fake racist attacks on people of colors that have been reported to the fake news. Um, one of the biggest fakers was uh, Barack Obama, and I, I, and, and I get to that in a second. As you can see, if you're watching me on my periscope, you can see a picture of uh, Jesse Smollett with uh, Barack Hussein Obama. I got it out of the um, out of Periscope. Uh, Jack Posobiec uh, had signed it with a uh, with a uh, funny caption. If I had a son, uh, but let me see here. Uh, the latest uh, the latest uh, that I can see. Uh, is that they're probably going to file charges against uh, Jesse Smollett. He hired two extras on his show, two Nigerian fellows, uh, two men of color, to do a fake attack, and then he made up a fake story. But let's let's uh, let's speak about uh, let, let's speak about fake. Uh, let's uh, think. Let's. Let's talk about fake attacks and fake stories. The most famous one, of course, is uh, how Barack Obama threw his uh, grandma under the bus in uh, 2000-2008. I'm on town hall, uh, and um, let me read you a couple of paragraphs. If uh, you're too young to remember or just don't remember, uh, let me scroll down a little bit. Uh, politicians aspiring uh, to the presidency are ambitious. It comes with the territory, but there are politicians with honor and those without honor. Uh, uh, there are those who will do anything to get elected and those who won't. And Barack Obama, for all his uh, blather about uh, ushering in a kinder, gentler politics of unification, is a politician who will do anything to get elected. He's a politician without honor. It was written in uh, 2008. We didn't know what a uh, what an awful person truly Obama was back then. 
Barack Obama will throw his own grandmother under the bus if uh, it helps him get elected. And he has, after the mainstream media finally caught up to the fact that Obama attended the black radical church for two decades, Obama made a speech in which he compared his uh, America-hating pastor to the white grandmother who raised him. Uh, I can no more disavow the Reverend Jeremiah Wright Jr. than I can disavow my white grandmother, a woman who helped uh, raise, me, uh, raise me, a woman who sacrificed again and again for me, a woman who loves me as much as she loves anything in the world, but a woman who once confessed her fear of black men who passed her by uh, on the street and who on more than one occasion has uttered racial or ethnic stereotypes that made me cringe. Also, uh, also a woman Obama will knife if it helps him in the polls. That was uh, Ben Shapiro's words. Uh, here's the story of Obama racist grandmother and racist was in uh, quotation marks. She brought up a daughter who married a black man, then raised uh, their mixed-race son uh, when her daughter took off. Here's her supposed Bill Connor uh, moment. Obama rips on her in his bestseller, Dreams uh, from My Father, for harboring fears about an aggressive black panhandler who accosted her at a bus stop. Not exactly the stuff of which um, Simon uh, Legree's are made, and Simon Legree's is a character in Uncle Tom's uh, cabin, a really cruel uh, slave owner. So uh, uh, here's uh, the most famous example of the fake story of racism. I mean, how low can you get to throw a woman who raised you and who loved you, who were related by blood, who never did anything negative to you, throw her under the bus publicly as a racist? The next story comes uh, from 2016. This is on USA Today. And you may or may not remember uh, the uh, headline, NYPD arrests Muslim woman who claimed attack by Trump supporters. And let me, and that story was published on uh, December 16, 2016. Uh, let me read you a few paragraphs. A Muslim American woman who claimed that supporters of President-elect Trump, uh, Donald Trump harassed her and uh, tried to steal her hijab uh, or veil on the NYC subway, was arrested Wednesday for making up the account to New York City Police Department, uh, to the New York, uh, to, to make, blah, 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 to, for making up the account, the New York City Police Department said. As you can see, I'm not a professional newsreader. Uh, uh, Yasmin uh, Seward, uh, 18, of uh, New Hyde Park, New York, on Long Island, was arrested for uh, up, uh, for uh, for obstructing government um, administration and reporting a false incident, Sergeant Bernard Ryan of the NYPD told USA Today. She was awaiting uh, Raymond Wednesday night at Central Booking in Manhattan. Uh, well, uh, apparently that woman confessed. I haven't checked what happened to her, but uh, she was probably convicted because she did confess. Here's another one that you may or may not remember. And let's see, this one is uh, Daily Mail, and that one is from uh, December 2000, uh, December 2018, December 1st. Uh, this is from Daily Mail. 
Headline, black college lacrosse player 21 is arrested for spraying N-word and swastika graffiti targeting himself and other minority students in two incidents that terrorized campus. Uh, Flynn uh, Ajani Arthur, 21, was charged uh, with two counts of malicious destruction of property on Thursday night in Baltimore County, Maryland. He allegedly scrolled swastika, the letters KKK, and names of the specific individuals, including himself, in a Goucher College dorm twice last month. Goucher officials condemned uh, Arthur's actions and banned him from campus. Minority students say graffiti incidents are only a symptom of a larger race problem on campus. Townsend, yeah. And the symptom is, is the uh, absolute hatred of uh, white people. Such hatred that, uh, that people are willing to make fake reports and lie about non-existent uh, racist acts. It's like uh, there are no, uh, you know, like in our history, we don't have real acts of racism, of uh, white racism about racist people of color. I guess it's becoming so rare, it needs to be made up. There's another story that I have found, and I spent about 15 minutes Googling this. I, uh, so it didn't take me long to find these. There are a lot more. This is from College uh, Fix. Um, this one was published on um, October 23, 2017. And the headline reads, Fake uh, Hate Alert. Black former student responsible for racist graffiti at Eastern Michigan U. Let me read you a couple of paragraphs. Roughly a year after racist graffiti at Eastern Michigan University triggered campus protests and, and an FBI investigation, law enforcement has charged a black former EMU student with malicious destruction of property, identity theft, and using computers to commit a crime. 29-year-old A.D. Carlin, who attended EMU from 2014 through early 2016 and is currently serving time, for receiving stolen property was arraigned on the EMU charges today, according to the Detroit News. In September of last year, Curlin allegedly had scrolled KKK with the phrase leave uh, N-word under the uh, courtyard uh, uh, of EMU's King Hall, and a month later followed up with the same phrase on a wall at Fort Hill. He also uh, is implicated in the racist message found on the bathroom at the Slizer Hall this spring. Uh, in September, incident resulted in 100 person strong protest by Black Lives Matter, and a $10,000 reward was offered for information about uh, epithets in each of the cases. It also led to university student Jim Smith, uh, uh, starting as usual. Uh, anyway, so. Basically, the white uh, students were blamed for something they did not do. I also found this uh, story on Daily Wire. Uh, I'm going to read it to you. Uh, the top ten false claims of racism on campus. And this story uh, was uh, published in November 11, 2015. So that was Obama year story. So let me read it to you. It's kind of a, not a pleasant one. At the University of Missouri, uh, as the University of Missouri is engulfed by a number of uh, bratty students offended over racial incident that might not have ever happened, it is important to note that race hoaxes uh, tend to pop up on campuses throughout the country. 
Here are the top 10 race hoaxes that occurred on campus. Okay, let me take a sip of my coffee. One, confirmed in quotation marks, KKK presence at uh, Mizzou. Mizzou student body president Peyton had took to social media to warn everyone the Ku Klux Klan was on campus and everyone need to take warning. Uh, that prima, that that's a pretty serious threat that should require action as soon as possible. But turns out it wasn't true. The Blaze uh, talked to Mizzou's police department, which said that there were there weren't any KKK presence at all. Uh, then had admitted the whole thing was a hoax. Um, two, uh, racism, uh, uh, homophobia, and anti-Semitism at Oberlin. Oberlin College made national news February 2013 for racist, homophobic, and anti-Semitic messages being posted around campus. Here are some of the incidents. Sighting of a KKK member, fears, uh, flyers demanding Martin Luther, dem uh, flyers uh, dem demeaning Martin Luther King Jr., flyer on a student door that was uh, uh, demeaning to Black History Month and talked about a white woman being sexually assaulted, poster of a giant Nazi flag swastika on a glass door. The whole uh, the buhaha ended up being a hoax conducted by two members of the Oberlin College Democrats who viewed the actions as to troll the campus. One of the students, uh, Dylan Blair, told the campus police, I'm doing it as a joke to see the college overreact uh, to it as uh, they have with other racial postings that have been posted on campus. Nobody uh, found it very funny. The alleged KKK sighting was likely just a student wrapped in a blanket. Number three, KKK is coming to Berkeley High or not. At Berkeley High School, a teacher aide found a computer with a message warning that KKK would be making an appearance on campus on December 9th. Students, faculty, and administration marched in solidarity against the horrid white racism of Berkeley, shouting Black Power and Black Lives Matter. But the KKK was never coming to Berkeley High. The warning, uh, the warning of a possible KKK appearance was nothing more than a hoax started by an unidentified black student who will not be expelled for the hoax. Again, those are Obama years. Uh, four, hangman graffiti. A Grand Valley University student found a whiteboard with a drawing of a hangman. The drawing featured the words uh, black, black uh, be or die and uh, fuck black history month. Uh, the student who found the drawing just uh, happened to be one of the one who drew drew it. Another hoax. So that the person who found it actually hoaxed it. Five white only uh, black only signs. The University of Buffalo featured some uh, G uh, G Jim Crow esque signs that said white only black only in front of restrooms and water fountains. Naturally, people were up in arms ab uh, about campus racism. However, a black graduate student named Ashley Powell said that she hung them as part of an art project. I apologize for the e extreme trauma, fear, uh, uh, and actual hurt and uh, pain the science brought about, Powell said in a statement in the Black Student uh, Union meeting. I apologize if you were hurt, but do not apologize for what I did. 
Once again, it is uh, my art practice, my work directly involves black trauma and non-white suffering. I do not believe that there will be social uh, healing without first coming to terms with uh, uh, and expressing on pain range and trauma. I will bet you that that uh, millennial herself is a privileged uh, upper middle class um, young woman who never in her life ever experienced being dispersed because of her genetic makeup. Just, uh, just a guess, because people who do experience those kind of traumas act very, very, very different. And I'm old enough to meet uh, people of color who grew up in the Deep South and remember the uh, and uh, uh, remember Jim Crow laws. That's not what they do, and that's not how they deal with it. Uh, let's see. Number six. Students send racist text messages to himself. Uh, a student running for student body president at Georgia uh, City High School received four racist texts. Some of the texts read, we have never and will never have an N-word to lead our school. Whites, you're, you're a waste uh, on this earth, a waste at this school, and most importantly, a waste uh, for this campaign. Uh, someone, uh, come on you, black, you're a joke, or even trying to run, for even trying to run. It turns out that the student sent the racist messages to himself. He lost the race uh, for president, but uh, did become vice president. He eventually dropped out of school. That's one sick puppy. Students target themselves with racial graffiti. That's number seven. There was uh, racial graffiti at Montclair State University on the doors of black and female students, one of which said, you black uh, uh, bee, you will die. The graffiti was discovered by two black students. Uh, and it was, it was discovered they uh, authored the graffiti themselves. They were arrested and charged with false report, criminal mischief, and disorderly conduct. I think I remember that story. That's another one, suddenly. Uh, eight, students target themselves with uh, hurtful messages. Two students at uh, Vassarman College were victims of a series of hurtful messages, including avoid uh, uh, bees and, f and fuck n-words and uh, hey tranny know your place one of the students was a transgender these messages were written by the students themselves and they withdrew from school number nine fabricated case of police harassment a black student identified as jonathan perkins wrote uh, to the student to the university a black student identified as jonathan perkins wrote to the university of virginia law that he was harassed by police for being black Perkins wrote that police said he looked like somebody they were looking for when they made fun of him and uh, frisked him. Perkins later admitted he fabricated the story to bring attention to the topic of police misconduct. And it's their own way to do this. Um, number 10. Student posted racist Facebook messages to himself. A student at the University of Chicago claimed that his Facebook account was hacked posted racist, violent messages about himself. The incident triggered a federal investigation and a petition signed by 400 students to address racial intolerance at the school. The student later admitted the whole thing was a hoax. Um, I have to say that those were 
of the, those were Obama years. Uh, before Obama became the president, actually the uh, racial tensions were uh, were dying. They were dying out, and uh, Barack Obama and Obama reignited them. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, let's go to the uh, United Kingdom in Europe. Uh, apparently, seven British Labour Party legislators uh, resign in protest of um, the open Jew hatred by their party leader, Jeremy Corbyn. And it has tie-in to the American politics. It has uh, tie-in to the uh, to the um, uh, to uh, to one of the new firebrand socialists that New York City uh, uh, elected uh, to Congress, uh, no other than Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. But let's um, let's start with uh, the story uh, from UK. Uh, let's see here. Um, let's. Uh, Let's read the story from, and it's it's a short blurb from BBC. Let's hear this up. It's loading. It's loading. It's loading. It's loading. Uh, apparently, uh, uh, Jeremy Corbyn is the leader of the Labour Party. It is a uh, uh, equivalent of the Democratic Party in the United States, and he is as far left Marxist um, Nazi as it could be. Probably has more in common with Nazis than he does with uh, with communists. Here's the uh, blurb on the BBC News: Seven MP resigned from Labour Party. The seven MPs uh, said they uh, will will sit in Parliament as new independent group of MPs. MPs as members of Parliament, they're like congressmen in the United States. Uh, Luciana Berger, MP for Liverpool, uh, waiver free, made the announcement on Monday morning. She said Labour uh, had become institutionally anti-Semitic, and she was embarrassed and ashamed to stay in the party. Well, um, Candace Owens tied. Uh, um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez into this. Apparently she has a chummy uh, relationship with um, with Corbyn. Let me play portion of her uh, uh, portion of her um, uh, of her periscope on the subject. It's about four minutes long and it's, um, and it's quite interesting. So just let me get a second to load it. And uh, nobody can say it like Candace Owens. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning from Los Angeles. Um, some pretty crazy stuff is going on right now, and I think that we need to discuss it. I actually had tried to flag this for everybody. I think it was two weeks ago, maybe one week ago, when um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez locked arms, figuratively speaking, uh, had a public love fest with Jeremy Corbyn. And I started freaking out. I'm like, guys, this is not okay. Jeremy Corbyn is an on-record, open, uh, open anti-Semitic 
leader in the UK and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is talking about the fact that they had a wide-reaching conversation and that she was looking forward to working with him and I tweeted about it because I'm seeing this trend of open anti-semitism and open racism that is coming from the left so people in America who follow me need to pay attention to what just happened today in the UK Jeremy Corbyn is pretty much what happens if um, Ilan Omar and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez became one person. Openly racist, open anti-Semitic, but he's leading the Labour Party. The Labour Party, for those of you that don't know, is equivalent to the Democrats over in the UK. Um, so the Labour Party, Jeremy Corbyn is leading it. Today, seven people from his own party resigned because they can no longer accept that their party has become so anti-Semitic and so racist. And this is huge. So people on the left in America, the Democrats, have just openly embraced an anti-Semite, somebody that is so anti-Semitic and so racist that seven members of his own party resigned. Okay, That would be the equivalent of if Cory Booker, Nancy Pelosi, some people that have been in the Democrat Party for 50 years even, because I think one of the members had actually been a member of the party for decades, decided to resign because they no longer understood the radicalization of their own party. This is exactly what is happening in America right now. We talk about Ilan Omar, who is just openly anti-Semitic, and I will give kudos where kudos is due to Nancy Pelosi for demanding that she issue an apology, but her apology was half-hearted and she's still um, a member of the party. She's, she's still a member of Congress, which to me is unacceptable. When people are open Openly expressing hate. Um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez openly expressed hostility towards Israel in that interview that we all saw, saw where she said that they were occupying Palestine. Um, and then weeks later, she has a conversation with Jeremy Corbyn. Uh, and this is, our media is not covering this way that they should. If this was happening um, on the right, if this was happening in terms of Republicans, the media would be all over this. If this, this rise of racism and anti-Semitism was happening to the Republican Party, we would be hearing about this nonstop, and yet this seems to be flying under the radar and it's not okay. So here's what I predict. To see this happen, everything that seems to be happening in the UK and, and in America is always symbiotic. I mean, Brexit really was about the rise of populism, as Trump was about the rise of populism and people that were rejecting this sort of globalist narrative. Um, and similarly, obviously, is exactly what's going on. Um, so here's what I predict is going to happen similarly in the US. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Ilhan Omar are radicals. They really are. They're radicals. There's really no other way to say it. And they are radicals that are openly racist and hostile towards white men. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is blatantly racist towards white men. There is no question she is racist towards white men. Cory Booker is racist towards white men and their party is, they are allowing this hostility towards straight white males and taking it to the next level because they are just, they hate Trump and Trump is a straight white male. So um, we're seeing this increasingly get crazy, obviously, with the Jesse Smollett case and unpacking the fact that this was an absolute hoax. One hoax among many, by the way. One hoax among many. This only got so much attention because he's a celebrity and he's an actor in a show in Hollywood and so many people in Hollywood jumped on this. So, the rise of racism and now we're seeing Ilan Omar who doesn't even care. She's like, she's just like, I hate Jews. I hate Jews. And that's what Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez seems to be implying because the two of them are the closest in their party. They are going to end up splintering. This is a total guess. But at some point, the more moderate Democrats, similar to the, the moderate MPs in the UK, are going to have to stand up and make a stand. Uh, a stand up and, and publicly condemn what's going on in their party. And perhaps they will 
completely splinter and create their own party, which is what's happening right now in the UK. Um, these are very, very, very interesting times. Uh, and to see that similar to Jeremy Corbyn, Jerry, Jeremy Corbyn somehow, even though he's an old white male, um, was able to sort of galvanize this youth movement. And he was able to get younger people behind him in these horrible, horrible ideas, which is why we're launching Turning Point UK. To so that was a uh, about a four-minute clip uh, from her Periscope. Uh, I don't know if um, if uh, American Democratic Party will uh, will fracture because of it, but I hope so. I hope so, because those uh, brand new fire uh, fire eating uh, hard left Nazis that have been elected to Congress uh, make uh, make my skin crawl. Well, let's talk about one of them. Uh, Re uh, Representative uh, Ilham uh, Omar, Democrat, put uh, uh, there Illinois, but uh, she's actually from Minnesota. Let me <laughs> let me let me correct um, let me correct my um, let me correct this. She's from Minnesota. Sorry about that. Um, um, there is a move among uh, young millennial uh, political operatives, operatives to get her out of uh, out of Congress and possibly United States. Apparently, she committed fraud, uh, allegedly committed fraud, immigration fraud when she came to the United States uh, from Somalia by marrying uh, reportedly her own brother. Uh, she has pissed off the Democratic establishment as well. Uh, in Washington, D.C., and uh, she pissed off the deep state. She acted very disrespectful when she uh, questioned um, Elliot Abrams, whom uh, President Trump hired to oversee the uh, Venezuela situation. I'm not a fan of uh, Elliot Abrams. Uh, I don't know the man, but I remember him from the, uh, uh, from the Reagan administration, and he is a globalist, and he is a neocon and a warmonger. But still, uh, I'm going to talk about it a little bit more at this particular point in time. Ilham Omar is a lot worse. Well, let me bring to you a uh, periscope that was done by Jacob Wall, uh, a young um, political operative who can explain it a lot more than I can. I found it on his periscope. And... Uh, let me, uh, uh, oops, wrong, uh, uh, wrong, uh, wrong video. Let me bring you the right one. Here we go. Let me open it for this. Um, I have noticed, um, I have noticed a new crop of, um, here we go. It is loading. It is loading. His uh, Jacob Wall is one of the new um, one of the new MAGA political operatives. Uh, really enjoy his periscopes, and um, my suspicion is unless uh, he and his uh, friends had a very good. Uh... Here we go. Here okay. It is. Okay. So. So. 
I've long wondered, where did Ilhan Omar come from? How the heck did all these Somalis get into Minnesota? How did this all happen? Where did it all start? And yesterday, Mike Cernovich, uh, who, you know, unsurprisingly knew what was going on, commented, and, or rather retweeted my tweet and said, well, this was Catholic Charities, essentially. And, you know, that was the first that I had heard of that. I don't consider myself a subject matter expert. So I started looking into this. These supposed Catholic Charities that had basically transplanted, according to Mike, all of these Somali Muslims into Minnesota. And, uh... We began, we began, began I began looking at it, and there was just like hundreds of articles about how Catholic charities were, were moving them in. And not only that, but when the local residents, many of whom were Jewish, many of whom were Christians, uh, you know, it's the Midwest. These are polite people, okay? This isn't uh, South Central Los Angeles. But when these people very politely asked for the transplant of Somalis to slow down, not only did the Catholic groups not stop, but they actually ran counter-offensives against the groups that were trying to stop the transplanting of these people from Somalia to Minnesota. So, in one such example, what happened was there were billboards put up. People said, what are we going to do here? We'll put up a billboard campaign. And they said, stop transplanting these people. We didn't have a say in this, these sort of things. And said, basically, are you crazy? And the Catholic charities went after the people that put up the billboards, targeted them, and pressured them and shamed them until the billboards were taken down. Now, this is dating back to 2007, 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011. This is a long time ago. So that's what happened. Ultimately, they brought in about 200,000 of them. And that is where the trouble began. That's where this all started. Now, of course... The average, the average Somali, woman Somali woman in Minnesota, in is, Minnesota having six, is having six children. children. Six children. Six the children. The average one is. So they're not just coming and hanging out. They're reproducing uh, at, a uh, at a very high rate. High rate. So there's more and more of them, and they consist of a larger and larger percentage of the population. It's what they do. Here's the way it goes. The vast majority of them are on government assistance, of course, which we know. And, uh, and uh, it is what it is. So the Catholic, so the Catholic Charities brought them in and said, here, now they're your problem. And so now years later, they get settled in, they get registered to vote, the Democrat Party targets them with messaging and with Trump's racist stuff and everything else. And uh, sure enough, a few short years later, here we are, and we've got a situation where this district, this area, has elected Ilhan Omar, Representative Ilhan Omar, a Somali migrant herself, and somebody who sympathizes with Al-Qaeda, sympathizes with Hamas, sympathizes with ISIS. And I'm not just saying this, you can go and look at the videos where she's saying, how is Al-Qaeda any different from the United States? They're just freedom fighters. They're good people. They take over a mall and they murder people. That's okay. There's dozens of videos. Laura Loomer has documented this and has followed it going back to last year. I was sharing her work that whole time. She was working on it vociferously. She was on the case. She was in Minnesota. She was on the ground trying to warn people. And of course, she was banned from Twitter for doing so. She was banned from Twitter for doing so. And so now what we're doing...
Is reporting a stop. Is reporting a stop to it. We're putting a stop to it. And we had to be and we had to be opportunistic with the way that we're doing it. So so the first thing was the first thing was Ilhan Omar got trending. Well, that was important. That was important. That was important. Ilhan Omar got trending. That gave us the kind of volume on social media that we needed. So I put out the petition. Move her off the foreign affairs committee. That's something that's very doable. Getting out of Congress is the next step, but we had to start somewhere. So I put out that petition. It goes viral. It gets last time I checked 165,000 signatures in less than a week. Tomorrow night will be one week. So that's where we start. We get the petition. We show that this is something that people are interested in. Makes it into Newsweek. You name it. You name it. And goes completely viral. That petition has now been handed to several very prominent think tanks and lobbyists and advocacy groups. And they're working on setting up meetings with Congress people. I've been conferenced in on some of these to try to get her off the Foreign Affairs Committee. Because, of course, on the Foreign Affairs Committee, this ISIS sympathizer is getting classified briefings about U.S. foreign policy, particularly as it relates to the Middle East, as it relates to Israel, as it relates to everywhere, Venezuela, you name it. And this is somebody who obviously can't be trusted. This is somebody who should not be in the halls of Congress in any way, shape, or form. There's nothing racist about it. So that's how we began, is with the petition. Now what we're doing is we put together a team, Ali Alexander, at Ali on Twitter, you guys follow him, myself, Laura Loomer, and we're going to Minnesota this week. My flight's already booked, we're getting on the ground, we have a full security team, camera crew, you name it, and we're going to go and meet with the people that attended this wedding. We're going to go and meet with the people that attended this wedding, and participated in Ilhan Omar's sham marriage, which is what it was. It was a sham marriage to her brother, of all people. I mean, marrying your brother, sham marriage, two bad things. You put them together, that's really bad. Okay. So we're going into this place. It is the number one breeding ground for Islamic terrorists in the Western world, bar none. More ISIS recruits have come from this area than anywhere else in the Western world. Okay, so we're going there. We're going to document what happened. We're going to get the proof. We're going to get the people under oath in sworn affidavits. And we're going to bring all of that evidence to ICE, to the Department of Homeland Security, which, by the way, Ilhan Omar wants to defund. We're going to bring it all in, and we're going to hopefully get her deported. That's the goal. That's the goal. And in the meantime, we're going to meet with prominent Congress people who are going to hopefully get her off that committee. We've already got meetings slated with some of the top people in Congress. I'm talking the McCarthy's, the Elliot Angles, the you name it. You name it. So we've already got things slated to go. Now, we have raised most of the money that we need. But we need a little bit more to make this happen with the security team, uh, with the. Well, that was uh, uh, that was the uh, 
that was the uh, the periscope that uh, uh, Jacob Wall did. Um, I hope I hope those guys will uh, will uh, will get it. I'm I'm pretty confident that they wouldn't have started this project unless they had some support from uh, the uh, uh, Washington D.C. swamp creatures. Uh, politics is a dirty business, and uh, you cannot be ideological about certain things. Um, Imam Omar does pose a threat to our national security and to our way of life. And I see nothing wrong aligning yourself with the swamp creatures for a project like that. All right. Um, the next uh, the next story I want to touch upon is uh, build the wall. The fact that uh, President Trump declared national uh, um, uh, national emergency and looks like uh, the wall may be built sometime in the future. Or may not be. I'm not naive. It doesn't really matter anymore uh, to me. Uh, we are galvanized on the issue of illegal immigration, and it's not going away anytime soon. Uh, I have caught that uh, I think some ranchers in Texas have uh, filed a lawsuit to stop the uh, building of the wall, and say that California is making noises about that. Other states will join. It doesn't really matter. We have won. We have won this uh, new cycle. We managed to rock the Democrat Nazis on their heels. Now they're defending themselves. Um, we hired President Trump to do many things. Uh, not only protect us from the illegal invasion from the South, also destroy political correctness and restore we stole a Bill of Rights to our country. And uh, apparently, there's only so much he can do. And apparently, we have slept for so long that the uh, deep state and the ruling class in our country became so brazen, became so arrogant, that uh, putting them back in their place is going to take a little bit longer than we thought. But you know what? I am getting... Uh, What's the right word? I'm a little uh, disappointed that there are so many fake MAGA supporters uh, being so pessimistic. Ladies and gentlemen, to be free takes a lot of work. Uh, only pets and um, farm animals have no worries. They're fed, they're housed, and then they're slaughtered. And pets uh, are told what to do, where to sleep, or when to, or when to eat. They have no freedom. So if you want to exist in a carefree environment, you can. But you will be a pet or a farm animal, subject to your master's whim. Free men do have worries. Free men take care of themselves. Free men always fight for their own freedom. Because freedom cannot exist unless you fight for it. So what we're doing right now, we're fighting for our freedom. Thank God we still have enough freedom left to be able to put up a good fight. And quite frankly, I can see MAGAs kicking ass right now. And those of you who don't feel it that way, please, please rethink it. Uh, in the ideal wor uh, world, we could put all the uh, 
DC criminals in jail, and we will have open carry without a license, and we'll have other stuff that's guaranteed in our Constitution. But you know what, my good friends, we slept for way too long, and our parents and grandparents slept for too long, and we let our Bill of Rights slip away from us. And it's going to take a little bit to get it back, as long as we don't stop. So the naysayers that exist among the fake MAGA group, shut up and sit down. If you're not, uh, if you're not helping, we don't need to hear you. That's, that's, that's all I have to say. All right. Before I go, let's uh, uh, let's go over the uh, the news of the day, and let's start with the uh, uh, let's start with Donald Trump's uh, Donald Trump's uh, Twitter. Let me put it in this window. Uh, let's see what our president is tweeting about. Uh, let's see, this one is from three hours ago. We are we're here to proclaim that a new day is coming in Latin America, in, in Venezuela, and across the Western Hemisphere. So, uh, looks like our president aligned himself with neocons, and they're pushing civil war in Venezuela. Um, not a good thing, because potentially we can have millions of uh, illegal refugees coming, uh, coming north to vote Democratic. Um, let's see, Donald Trump, four hours ago, I asked uh, every member of the Maduro regime, all right, he is pushing, uh, he is pushing the, uh, he is pushing the neocon takeover of Venezuela. We'll talk about it uh, some other day. Let's see what uh, the Drudge Report. Uh, let's see, 60 Minutes, mainstream media star effects. Let's see if I can... Uh, bring that story up. That's what they're leading with. Uh, something to do with McCabe interview. And um, let's see, this one is from uh, Mediate. CBS is uh, Laura Logan calls media mostly liberal in Scorched Earth interview. I'm admitted in professional suicide. Uh, you know what? I'll read it later, and if it's worthwhile, we'll talk about it tomorrow. Uh, the next one is New York Times, and let, it always takes a moment to load. Let's see what top uh, top left. Sixteen states uh, sued to stop Trump's use of emergency powers to uh, uh, build border wall. Uh, the lawsuit argues that President Trump does not have the power to divert funds for border wall because Congress controls spending. It raises questions over congressional control of spending and scope of emergency powers granted to the president. Uh, they will lose eventually. Just the question is uh, when and how long it will take. Uh, Washington Post, Jeff Bezos' uh, propaganda sheet. Uh, right on top, they are talking about can impeachment appear leg uh, legitimate in hyperpartisan universe, <coughs> and that probably has to do with the McCabe uh, interview in 60 minutes. And the top story, top uh, left, coalition of states sues Trump over national emergency to build border wall. Uh, yeah, that, that's actually a non-news because we all knew that would happen. All right, I am on my own website, wildnews.us.
uh, check it out. I write a blog, and uh, you should find it very interesting. Uh, I have my own unique take on things. I uh, want to tell you that I'm looking for somebody to join me on my uh, podcast, on my live streams uh, once in a while to discuss the news of the day and uh, talk politics and culture and um, other interesting things. Um, doesn't have to agree with me 100%, but I'm looking for somebody who is articulate, intelligent, knows uh, something about politics and about history. If you're at all interested, go to uh, contact info tab. Uh, my, all my contact information is there, including my phone number and my email address. My suggestion is, unless you know me personally, uh, email me first before calling. Now, um, I uh, am a, let me go back here. Uh, I am a true blue uh, citizen journalist. I don't get paid for this. I just took an hour of my time uh, to do this periscope. Uh, so I have to tell you, I really appreciate, I really appreciate you joining me uh, a lot more than I can ever express in words. Um, I plan to do another per, uh, podcast periscope uh, tomorrow if I don't get busy. And if I, if I do, it'll be day after. So thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, time for me to finish up my paperwork at work and uh, go home again since I have a career which has nothing to do with uh, news gathering or information dissemination. Uh, this, is, uh, this is my hobby. So folks, thank you again and God bless you. God bless you.